0: What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shire City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Tuesday edition of Sports Crying. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. All right. right, Mr. Sam's to be here shortly. Bartlett's subbing in for Sam. Meanwhile, it the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by hazelskyonline.com. Make sure you continue to visit their website, uh, where you can shop for the compass of your own home. Check out all their latest and new products as well. Also, and this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the sports grind. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, you can parlay that over to today. And anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you need to follow me or reach out to me or send me a message, you can follow me on Twitter, at Sports also, don't forget, you can go to the Sports Grind business page on Facebook, or now even my personal page on Facebook as well, too. And you can go ahead and stream and catch the show stream if you want to read, leave comments during the Facebook comment section. If they're appropriate and they're on schedule, what we're talking about, we'll go ahead and interact with you through that. And also don't forget, if you miss any of the episodes daily, you can go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast as well, too. 1-800-707-9760. What's up, Jonas? Ready to go?
1: Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll.
0: All right. Bartlett, what's up, man?
1: Dude, I just saw breaking news. Your your Broncos?
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We definitely going to talk about that. We had a docket today that we're going to follow, um, but then some plans basically steered a different direction. So definitely going to give my take on that. You know, I feel like Murdoch from the A-Team, when he's smoking that cigar, I love it when a plan falls together, you know? Been kind of walking y'all through this for the last... Five or six months, probably longer than that. But we'll definitely talk about that. I man. was waiting for you to strut in here today. Oh yeah, yeah. You and about everybody else to like, like here we go again, because they remember how it was for a while back then when that when that team was doing this thing. But I'll get to that though. Yeah, I'll get to that. Got some true takes on that situation and also what's going on. But yeah, so there's other things going on besides big blockbuster stays. Of course, today at least Aaron kept his word to something. He gave the decision. Uh, today and you can see that the whole league was on hostage and holding you know until he made a decision and then things happened rapidly so we've got that dallas is using their tag we'll talk about that through the cowboys have used their tag to uh of course we'll get to the nfl news because there's a lot going on but nba we had history tonight i mean last night in the at&t center where pop finally tied nelly um as the spurs defeated the lakers uh, so now who's up next to break it? Now, now who do, who do you got up next?
1: You got the Raptors tomorrow. Okay, which I like that one. You've got the next six games, including tomorrow, are all at home. So okay. the odds of him breaking the record in front of a home crowd is uh, is pretty good. Good.
0: Hmm. Well, they got the W last night, and the Lakers continue. Now, of course, LeBron didn't play. They're saying some knee soreness or whatever. This is shocking after the 50-some points game he had on Saturday night um against the Warriors, but he set out last night. And really, besides the story, and like I said, I've said it before for weeks, i uh, said it before the season. I mean, uh this record, speaking of pop, that he will break here shortly, Um, it's a hell of an accomplishment. It's a good look for the city and the franchise. Um, you know, it does, I mean, even before that, it really, for one, it, it kind of shows how long he has been coaching at it. It kind of shows how, how many good teams, of course, five titles that he's been a part of. So, um, even though this is a, uh, you've heard me say this before, even though this is a franchise, um, in, in transition and it's been in transition in a while, in my opinion. Um, and there's a lot of things still moving parts to be, you know, had on this team to really figure out their future going forward. Uh, Pop, I mean, that's, it doesn't change what he's accomplished in all those wins. And I think, Pop, even though I'm told you that I know, uh, in my personal opinion, this is, this record means a lot to me. I, I mean, he won't tell you that. I mean, but I know that this is one of those that uh, he wanted. I mean, because I know he always preached, hey, Tim, team first, no individual accolades and stuff like that. I understand that. But this is one that that I, I feel, in my opinion, that he really wanted. And also, um and he'll to be the first to tell you, um, yeah, I got to coach David Robinson and Tim Duncan. I mean, if you, if you, if he's saying that if he gets the question like, hey, can you explain? Because it's gonna be about all those other guys and not to say, you know, of course the Manus of the world, the Tony's of the world, but you know, again, I know I'm critical uh than most others toward him and the city. I mean, but I've got a lot of respect for him. Um I love what he's done for the city. Um, regardless of the direction of the team or or what I might say, I mean, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be odd when that day comes. It's gonna be a sad day when that day comes when he decides to no longer roam the sidelines of the court. Uh, but you know, all good things eventually come to an end. But right now is his moment. I mean, he got some recognition throughout the league. You know, I was watching NBA TV. You know, last night got to um, you know hear Candace Parker talk about him. Um, you know. Um, it, it was, you know, again, and then it's nothing shocking on how the respect that Pop has around. And I think also he would credit of some of his um, assistant coaches along the way. I mean, there he, he's had some, I mean, and some people, some of his critics, not too many out there, but some of them I've heard, which, you know, I listen to all opinions when it comes to where the state of the franchise is. But there's some people out there that feel that, uh, the part of a little bit of their struggles is the, the the coaches that were surrounding him. I mean, you lose a lot of, I mean, you, I mean, it starts with Bud who was down here for a dub, at least 20 years under him before he moved on. Um, you're talking about, you know, the dokers of the world, the, you know, other coaches that he's had, you know, Monty's been on this bench for a while. So it's been a lot of good assistant coaches that he's had by his side as well too, but he ties Donnie Nelson. He's only one away. Um, Or surpassing, there's only one away from. It's he tied. um, So it is tied right now. Right, right. So
1: he's going for the record tomorrow Mm -hmm. for number one thousand three hundred thirty-six. And when you go back to, you were talking about the exposure, the eyes that it's brought to the team as as the NBA, you know, starts to catch up on the headline that, Mm -hmm. that it was approaching and that it was approaching. I think that, you know, when you talk about maybe the selfish element to where, you know, maybe he, he did really want the record or maybe the team really wanted the record or who, however that plays out, regardless, over the last week, you've had other NBA analysts, other writers watching the team and, and the, the attention has been seeing what he has produced with this new young group. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, for uh, it's good publicity for for a, giving the media giving outside attention a reason to watch the san antonio spurs because there hasn't been any for the last three years
0: no they, they haven't and then you know that's why my whole part of my whole take over the years would have been at least you would do a favor in regards to the whole becky hammond situation because that would have you know that right there you know i'm not saying again when you come from a franchise or a city that's had five titles or more You don't want to become a a gimmick organization where you're doing, you know, gimmicks just to get notoriety. That's not what I'm saying. You know, you I mean first is, you know, bring your pet night to the arena or either basically just sitting there, we're going to have a bobblehead night of like the eighth guy on the bench. You you get down to those things, and the next thing is when you do gimmick stuff just to get attention. No, they haven't had many national televised games the last few years, but the respect is there, so hats off uh, to Pop. The other news out of that with the L.A., which we'll get into, is the Russell Westbrook situation. This is just growing by every day. It's just getting worse and worse for the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's not so much of the L's they keep racking up. It's this Russell side show. Now his family's involved. Suppose his wife, I mean, Russell has went out and said, Hey, you know, my, my people are getting, family's getting harassed every day. I wanted to bring my kids to the game, but I don't want my wife. It's to the point I want them sitting there and hearing things said about the dad, their father, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I can get that. And, and I, and I, and, and I do respect that. Uh, but Russ is, I mean, to me, you know, I, in the most part, I think when it comes to fans going to games and stuff, yes, family is supposed to be off limits, uh, per se. Uh, but like I said about everything else, man, we're, we're in a different time. And a lot of that has to do with the courage of social media that gives people feeling that they have the right to say anything about anybody or anybody's family, especially if you are a professional athlete on the public figure and you're wealthy. Uh, that just makes you really just hate it on regardless of the situation of your ethnic background or whatever. That's just where we're at now. With all that said, I, I, I do feel Russell, it's a point to where it's like, he's not, it's obviously he's not happy there. And it's, and, and you got to understand Russell from the time that he left UCLA. Okay. Has had dreams and aspirations to play for the Los Angeles Lakers, and you can only imagine when you want something so bad, or you dreamed of something, and finally you get it, and it's one of the worst experiences that you've had, either in your personal life or your professional career. It's going to bring out a lot of frustrations, and and I think that's the case with 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 Russell. But to me, I mean, there's a the, the, to me, there's two guys that really got the blame in that whole situation in L.A., and that goes Rob Palenque and then that goes LeBron as one as B. You know, I put most of the blame on Palenque because regardless if people think LeBron's assistant GM or he picks and chooses, at the end of the day, that's Rob Palenque's title. And, you know, I kind of apologize a little bit to him after they won the title in the bubble. But it's one of those not knowing really the personnel, the coach, and really what can fit or not. It's not so much about the name on the back of the jersey. And, you know, the, the averaging the, the triple-double for the C. It's due to the fact is it fit with your coach and in your locker room, okay? And a big part of this, too, and the reason why LeBron's having to take off a night against the Spurs is because Anthony Davis was brought here for to win a title, which they they did, whether people want to put an asterisk, bubble, whatever, and that's to take the pressure off LeBron James and his load, and that hasn't happened. It hasn't really happened since Anthony Davis has been there because he can't stay healthy. So you got that going on. Also, college um, football, Note in the college world, um, of course, Jackson State coach, head coach Deion Sanders. Um, Everybody, if you pay attention to college football, you've seen Jackson State in the news over the last year, year and a half, going back to last year, you've seen Deion like in a wheelchair. He had a procedure done. Well, to come to find out, and I think he released this on his own podcast, but Deion Sanders, he had two toes amputated, um, his big toe and the toe next to him. And that was the reason why he was in the wheelchair and he was talking about it and he was just saying, Hey, you know, in my family, we've lost a couple family members. So he had a blood clot that was, you know, affecting like his whole, I think his right side or one of his sides of his leg and his, his foot. Left foot. Left foot. Okay. So it was affecting that. And it was one of those situations to where they, they, they had to cut off both of his toes, uh, to pretty much prevent and save his life going forward with this blood clot. They couldn't, uh, couldn't control. I can only imagine, I mean, just for, you know, and, and it happens every day, you know, in regards to people, you know, battling diabetes, you know, all the kind of stuff. But I can, to anybody that has to lose any of your limbs that you've had all your whole life, um, is hell of a thing to go through, whether it's an accident, whether it's to, you know, in this situation to prevent or stop a blood clot. But I can only really imagine even times, you know, five. If you're a performer, all world class type of athlete that Dion was. And I know one of the things Sanders was saying, uh, that the one of the hardest things in the last year was having to really depend on other people to, uh, take care, you know, take care of him, you know, per se. So, uh, shout out to Dion. You know, he's one of my favorite athletes growing up. Um, you know, definitely one of my favorite football players of all time. Without a doubt, the, the GOAT. When I talk about corners, you know, uh, we, we lose you heard me say this hundred times in the show. we use the term shutdown corners too much of late in the league. When you look at Dion that was that, I mean that was a freak of nature. that's one in a million, but that's your definition of a, a true shutdown corner. You play in through a rainstorm and candlestick and they decide to go all white jerseys and yours ain't muddy and you ain't dirty. Because guys just don't want to throw over there because Troy didn't want to test them. Yeah, you're special. So you got that going on. Um, Also, um, golf news, you know, we're only about a month and a half, what, maybe two most, or maybe a month and a half away from the Masters in Augusta. Uh, So things are getting geared up for that. But the news today was Tyra Woods, you know, he's going into the Golf Hall of Fame. Um, Shocking, you know. Uh, But he's going to have his teenage daughter go ahead and, you know, present him into the Hall of Fame. And the thing about that, it hit me. I'm like, damn. Another reminder on how old we're getting. Like Tiger's daughter is already a teenager. So um, that should be interesting. I don't know when exactly that is, uh, you know. Um, And that's another thing, too. It's like it's weird for sports and stuff, you know, with Hall of Fame, especially golf to where you get inducted Hall of Fame. But technically, like, you're still playing? I mean, technically, you could still play. I mean, he's on record saying that, hey, you know, I'm trying to, you know, rehab has been going, you know, kind of slow. Uh, that's the frustrating thing to me, but I intend to try to get back. So, again, going into the Hall of Fame, but you really still haven't officially attired from the tour yet. That's kind of weird. But anyway, what you got, Jonas?
1: So that induction is going to be tomorrow night.
0: Oh, or so to it's tomorrow. tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Tomorrow. For the World Golf Hall of Fame. Okay.
0: The Golf Channel televising that, or is it one of those It's probably going to be not showing live or whatever.
1: My money would be on NBC or the golf channel. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Um, also, what else did we have that was going on? Um, speaking of um, NFL news, we're going to dive right into when we get back. Well, first of all, college basketball continues to roll on. you got conference uh, tournaments technically starting. I mean, they started – smaller conferences started yesterday. Then you had, um, the most of the conference tournament starting today and running through the week. Uh, Gonzaga was in action last night. Like, look, man, I, I've said all year, the reason why you haven't really heard me bring up Gonzaga too much, um, on the show. First of all, I've been telling you it's wide open this year for college, uh, basketball. If you ever want if you never participate in your office pool tournament and filling out brackets, um, this is the year that you want to go ahead and do it because don't be shocked if Susie, in um, administration office wins the bracket because this year it's wide open. Now, with that said, I, I just I've got a lot of respect for the head coaching Zaga, um, you know, but it's one of those that I've got after last year. And I understood they ran up against a juggernaut in Baylor, but I've got to see them finally get over the hump in the tournament to do it. And they kind of struggled last night, you know, um a lot of people feel that they've got one of the, or if not, might be the number one overall pick in in, in this coming up draft. He's built a, a a kind of like a machine down there, and you got to understand the expectations up there in that area with Gonzaga. There's no pressure. I mean, them people. I mean, because they because keep in mind they went from where they were the Cinderella story about 15 years ago. Tenfold, 15 years ago when they started making their first run or coming on the scene, and he's built a program to where it's not longer the Cinderella, they have expectations, but it's not expectations to be like, man, where's our national title? I mean, if you can just automatically still have him or have him have Gonzaga in the position to be talked about across the nation as one of the potential final four teams, that's even you know that's even better. You know, so but when we get back, uh, we're coming up on the break. But when we get back, we're going to dive in and to straight the NFL talk big trades that's gone down in the NFL. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about Aaron Rodgers decision. Russ definitely going to talk about that. And then also Dallas has decided to use their tag and the NFL. I definitely want to talk about this salary cap being raised. You know, and we've got more thoughts and more information coming out on the Calvin Ridley deal as well, too. You listen to the sports grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Online. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing Bartlett Spend the One and Twos. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new zingzang ready to drink cocktails in a camp. America's number one Bloody Mary mix. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing. Bartlett, Summoner for Miss Sam Spinner, one and twos. Yeah. Yeah, call Jazzy up. Tell me we got another hit. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Hey, is it International Women's Day? A month, actually. Oh, okay. I just yeah. thought I'd give Sierra some that's all. That's all that was about. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. Keep in mind, if you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. They're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the local community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the sports Crime. All right. So big things happening today in the NFL. Okay. Some of us are surprised. Some of us not, you know. Uh, first off, let's start with the uh, the diva himself who started all this. Uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, we just spent 12 to 18 months, feels like it, um, waiting on this narrative that Aaron Rodgers put off. Because I see a lot of fans that are fleshed, like, oh, the media, this was all the media driven. He was like, no, man, this was an Aaron Rodgers production. And Aaron basically strung us on all along where he was, Aaron was never leaving anywhere because Aaron knows the guy that who he replaced, speaking of Brett Favre, he knew how that ended with Brett Favre. But he also knows Brett went to Super Bowls and he won one. Aaron hadn't been able to get back. So what's the last thing that you got that you got to hang on just in case it's not in your cards? to get back to the big show and that is to retire with a franchise such as the Green Bay Packers one of the most restored franchises in the National Football League okay that was always going to be important to him now credit to Aaron he found a way to go ahead and hustle to get him a bigger bag and to sit there and say okay you made me feel another way I drank a half a bottle of scotch on the night that you took a dra- decided to take a draft pick as a quarterback. So I'm going to really put you through hell for the next 12, 18 months. But never, he never did he have intentions of leaving. Okay. They just gave him a hall pass. It's like your wife or your significant other giving you a hall pass. Been telling you, man, the guy's an attention whore. Been telling you that. He's going to go down as one of the greatest. But this was calculated and he was never going to. To leave, and he ends up getting a two hundred million dollar contract, which, when I'm hearing about a buck fifty three of that, is guaranteed. It's the biggest contract in NFL history.
1: He is disputing that,
0: of course. You know why? Because he's taking this to the, because he doesn't want that image out. He, like I said, he wants to do all his dirt. And he wants to do all this, but when the, when he starts coming in, oh, that's not true. No, man, you, the, say it with your chest out. You got paid. Now, the thing that I'm looking at that I thought a part of this deal with Aaron Rodgers was going to be the fact that if he was if staying in Green Bay, but you were going to make sure your guy, the guy that you posted on the picture of the last dance last year, that you were going to make sure that he got paid a long-term deal, not a franchise tag. So I am looking at Aaron a little bit on that way. Like, hey, man, I thought part of this was like you tell me, hey, man, pay my guy. Devontae Adams doesn't want to play a, a season with Green Bay under a franchise tag. Now, I don't know how that would have worked. Looked at money situation because Green Bay, again, wasn't in, didn't have that much money to basically spend. But it comes back to where, like, if you take that money, if you don't do this, did you leave on that? I'm just – and you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm speeding a little bit. Maybe they're going to – they use the tag – on Devontae Adams, and maybe the deal gets done before August or before the start of the season. And if that happens, then I'll apologize to Aaron for that amount, for that little part. But Aaron put us on this whole roller coaster for the last 12 to 18 months when this guy wasn't down. He, he wasn't about leave it. He want, he got their attention. He wanted them to hear him. He said, like, damn, dude, the city's got ownership in this team but I feel like I'm the one that's playing for this team, but I ain't got no say-so. And I know we don't have an owner. Aaron wanted their attention. He got their attention. He threw a tantrum, tantrum in aisle eight of the grocery store. When his mom and dad said, hey, don't ask for nothing when we come in here, man. Don't ask. We ain't getting nothing. And he threw a tantrum, tantrum, and he ended up getting $200 million with about 153, 163 guarantee. And there's a lot of GMs that ain't happy with Green Bay right now for giving that guy that money, even though that's Aaron Rodgers. Because at the end of the day, you messing with the with with the uh with, with the the market. You mess with the market. Forget the salary cap, because as we learn, and I've been saying this, the owners, they play with the salary cap when they want to. It's raised twenty-five point seven million dollars today. They play, they finagle these numbers all the time, but the market of the landscape of giving him that kind of money. But if he never sniffs one again, speaking of a championship, a Super Bowl, and he never gets to that game or he doesn't win, at least this is what this is about to me. At least he can sit there and lay his hat on the fact that he's going to retire and finish his career as a Green Bay Packer. Now, when that domino, I said this yesterday's show and I said it last week, when that domino fall, nobody was moving until Aaron figured out what he was going to do. And that has another reason why I know Aaron, besides the franchise tag, whatever, Aaron knew it wasn't just about Devontae Adams. He was holding the whole NFL free agency, especially the quarterback class, basically at hostage, okay, until he decided. So as you see, and this happened quicker. I figured the domino effects were going to happen as soon as he made the decision. I was thinking about maybe 24 hours later, not within 20, 30 minutes of his decision. Now, what that tells me, too, is there is a lot of, illegal backdoor conversations that happen in the NFL from owners to GMs to agents that I think the league office, they just look the other way. Like, man, we just going to pretend like we don't know anything. That's the only way deals happen like this, this quickly. Cause this ain't overnight. This is months and months talking. This is knowing that, Hey, Seattle, like said, Pete Carroll did a nice song and dance when he signed, when he showed up at Indy at the combine. Oh, no, we're not actually, no, we're not doing this, whatever. I knew it was lies. Like, I mean, he sent shots out last. So to know that this happened this quickly with Russell Wilson after Aaron Rodgers, that lets you know there's talks that go on basically that shouldn't be going on for t- for players and coaches that are under contract and trades and all that. So tampering, I mean, the NFL just does a better job of hiding it than the NBA does. That That's just really what the truth is. The NFL does a better job of tampering and hiding tampering than basically the NBA does. NBA worried about Magic Johnson on on, on Jimmy Kimmel making a joke. And it's oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. By the way, in the NFL, you got deals. Hey, man, meet me up over here. Yeah, we got the ski resort. Just come over here. Let's talk about it. Hey, Peyton, make a call. Who's on ownership? Oh, well, we got these owners. All that stuff for this stuff to happen now. Now, let's get to Mr. Wilson. Okay? Mr. Wilson Was hanging out with Tom Hanks when Tom was stranded on that island for years. Couldn't get no help. Couldn't do anything. It was the Wilson the only thing that came on to keep him going to Saving. That franchise that Russell Wilson decided to, and Sierra, because I know Sierra had a lot to do with this. Shout out to Sierra. Okay? He's coming to that franchise at a time of flux and transition. New ownership coming. Possibly minority ownership coming. One of the greatest young minds. They're telling me Nathaniel Hackett taking over. You know, Nathaniel Hackett used to be a hip hop instructor, dance instructor. Tutori. I mean, this is a guy that's coming to me. They've gone this total opposite from Vic Fangio. A guy that's Italian, old school, deaf by inches. to we going to give you Nathaniel Hackett that can relate to some of these young guys. Russell Wilson has six to seven more good primetime years. In his career. That's why I always put him as my number two choice behind Deshaun Watson ahead of Aaron Rodgers. OK, because I know I know Russell Wilson is coming in with a Rocky Mountain laser potato chips on his shoulder. Into that division of what's going on. Seattle pretty much. And let me tell you something. Let's not let Seattle off the hook. Seattle pretty much pushed Russell out the door. You know, they catered to him, they gave him the money, they have had a locker room divided, the richest Shermans of the world, the Earl Thomases, all these dudes thought that that Russell, oh, you the teacher's pet. You this, you, 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 you kissing ass on when Russell's getting paid. They they went in, they might have cost themselves a Super Bowl because they wanted to sit there and basically make sure we gotta get Russ this MVP. And that ain't that's not fan grassy knoll opinion. Oliver Stone, that's coming from guys that were in that locker room. So they did all this just in the last 12, 18 months to push him out the door like their problems is on Russell. He is coming in motivated. The key will be, can he stay healthy? And let me tell you something. I'm not telling you that Denver's offensive line is is up there with, with the Colts, the Raiders' offensive line, Tampa Bay when they're healthy offensive line. But this is going to be the best offensive line Russell Wilson has played under since probably the fact that they traded their senior center for uh, Jimmy Graham years ago when that all offensive line deteriorated. Ain't got to worry about getting hit that much no more, okay? And it speaks of the franchise he's going to. That's not acceptable. Some franchises will sit around for a decade, 12 to 15 years, okay, Some of them right up the road for 25 and just sit there and go, oh, well, you know, the registers are ringing. Not in Colorado. Told you that is a respected franchise. And if they're just not going to sit back, you know. And let me tell you something. Patrick Mahomes. Hibbert, the chosen one. Derek Carr. Look, man, you know, this is a guy that's going into the fire. Oh, you don't want to go to AFC West. You got to deal with Patrick Mahomes. Gonna motivate him even more. Even more. Russ always talks about championship pedigree, but taking every day like it's a championship game. Okay? And this is what this franchise does. You only got one Super Bowl. Coming toward a halfway part of your career, got some football left. Tired of the GMs not listening to you. All in the videos. You wanna get a Super Bowl on the way out? Go ask Peyton Manning. You go to Colorado. Okay? And let me tell you something. Oh, the, I see that. And, you know, I haven't responded to everybody because a lot of these messages I'm getting from Casey, Rob, even AC at home. all I haven't all just hate. Just salty. Don't die of high blood pressure. Just salty. No, nah, man, it ain't no bad trade. The way I look at it, Denver had 11 picks going into this draft. 11. Okay, now the reports of it, if you gave out two first rounds, two twos, and a third, and three players, and none of those players. The only player, what's being reported now, and granted, Russell has to sign off on this. Russell has a no trade clause. Now, granted, I think Russell already approved this because you go through it. But yet, and still, is pinning a physical and is pending Russell Russell Wilson's signature, his approval, because he had no trade clause. But you, be, the only player that was given up. That maybe makes me look at, if you're a Denver fan, looking like Shelby Harris. Noah fan, Albert O's better than him. He's outperformed him with bad quarterback play and a horrible offensive coordinator in Pat Sherman. Albert O's better than than, than Noah. I think Noah's got a lot of potential. For first round, when you could have took Devin Bush, he's been unachieving. Bye, Noah. Pack your bags. Fly to Colorado, pack your bags. Drew Locke, we understand that. We understand the story of Drew Locke. That's it. And you don't have to touch Patrick Satane. You don't have to touch Judy. You don't have to touch Tim Patrick. You don't have to touch Cortland Sutton. George Payton, the new GM of the Denver Broncos, is hit the ground running. He's been grooming for a GM position for over a decade up in Minnesota by Lake Minnetonka. He got there and just said, hey, all I got to do is get Elway to stop breathing by my back and let me go to work. Okay? And that's what he did. And was that a, a weird science where they came in the guy with the bridge with parties. I said said, little one, Hey, and that division, the, 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 the whole run through it, it, again, it's going to come back down to the Nathaniel Hackett, his mind and Russell Wilson is going to be motivated more. There's only going to probably be one quarterback. I can think that's probably going to be more motivated than Russell Wilson coming in 2023 and beyond. And that's the Watson for other reasons. The only thing is Russ is walking into a damn good roster, and then it's obviously his time in Seattle's up. Now I feel bad for the Seattle fans up in Seattle because we don't talk about, we don't care about them because they're up, up in the other side of the this this map. Nobody, I mean, uh, other than Kurt Cobain and Nirvana and Starbucks, nobody it, nobody really pays attention to the heart pains of Seattle. They hurting today. Russell is a rock star up there. He is a rock star, bigger than even the, the commercials you see him nationally. Russ, they treat like Russ like God in Seattle. But hey, man, I told you, for eight months, it was either Pete Carroll or it was Russell. They both wasn't coming back. They did everything to kind of go ahead and push it on the road, and they chose with Pete and the gym. and they gave Russ what he wanted to do. Now, some quarterbacks ain't going to be in the situation where owners and GMs will work with you to get it. Hell, no wonder Vaughn's tweeting in Instagram on the beach. Yes, oh, I, I kind of want that old thing back. Yeah, because you know what was brewing. Like, you damn well, your ass is going to want to try to get back up to Colorado now. All them years you went through with seven, eight quarterbacks, now you either going to be running back with the Rams or you're going to come on home. Now, to me, the, and you look at that division, the ball is in the Raiders' court now. Because Derek Carr is coming off one of his better seasons, but we understand how long we've t- waited on Derek Carr to get there. If you look at the landscape of it, the, the, the move is in Josh McDaniels. The pressure, I think, is on Josh McDaniels and Derek Carr to know because that division is loaded now with quarterback play. we just going to sit around and take that nonsense seven, six years rate right while we had that division out for rent. Better not, Hey, Casey, Rob, you better not destroy anything in the house, too. We left you in the R&B for six years. Better not destroy anything while you were in there. Listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back.